Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Wednesday, and we are in the season after Epiphany. In this season, we follow Jesus at the beginning of his ministry. We follow him from his baptism until his transfiguration, when he turns to head to the cross. We begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways by the prophets. But in these last days, God has spoken to us by a son. A reading from 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 1 through 9. And so, brothers and sisters, I could not speak to you as spiritual people, but rather as fleshly, as infants in Christ. I fed you with milk, not solid food, for you were not ready for solid food. Even now you are still not ready, for you are still fleshly. For as long as there is jealousy and quarreling among you, are you not fleshly and behaving according to human inclinations? For when one says, I belong to Paul, and another, I belong to Apollos, are you not all too human? What then is Apollos? What is Paul? Servants through whom you came to believe, as the Lord assigned to each. I planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the growth. So neither the one who plants nor the one who waters is anything, but only God who gives the growth. The one who plants and the one who waters have one purpose, and each will receive wages according to their labor. For we are God's co-workers, working together. You are God's field, God's building. At the beginning of this letter to the Corinthian church, we hear that there are rival factions within this congregation, each pitting one apostle against another. Paul quickly reminds them that it was Christ Jesus who was Lord and who died and rose again for us. We belong not to a particular apostle, but to the one and same Lord Jesus Christ. Paul calls them back to remember the message of the cross that he had proclaimed at first, when they had first believed, that gathered them together, that made them a church, a message that is both scandalous and foolish to the world. It is the power and the wisdom of God also for the salvation of the world. 
The cross, Paul contends, confounds human reason and reveals the futility of human works. The triumph of the cross is God's doing and God's alone, and its wisdom is revealed by the Holy Spirit to those who, by faith in Jesus, have received the gift of the Holy Spirit. It was this message of the cross, also God's doing, that brought faith into the hearts of the Corinthian church and gathered them together now to worship God through Christ. But since the Corinthian church is still divided and those divisions are based on which apostle they champion as superior, Paul argues that they are still behaving like spiritual children. How can they learn spiritual things if they cannot even grasp that they are one in the one Christ, and it is the same Spirit at work in those apostles who all proclaim the good news, and through whom each of them has been brought to faith, who work to bring forth spiritual fruit now in their life? Paul and Apollos ought not to be regarded as rival apostles, each with their own following and disciples. They are one congregation in the one Holy Spirit, through the one faith in our Lord Jesus, who is Lord of all. Paul and Apollos each perform a particular role in the ongoing life, growth, and development of the people of this congregation. Paul and Apollos are like farm workers or vineyard workers or builders on a construction site. Each do different jobs with one goal of gathering a harvest or constructing the building. The work of Paul and Apollos should lead the congregation to come together to rejoice in God's grace that has come to them through these servants, these very different servants of the very same Christ. It is not the worker, but God who gives the growth, who is worthy of praise. For us, too, we not only thank and praise God for bringing us to life through our baptism into Christ, but we give thanks and praise to God for the growth in faith and love that God gives through those who continue to instruct us in the wisdom of God. And perhaps one of the first things that we learn as we grow in faith is that everything that we are, everything that we have, comes to us as a gracious gift of God. We may work hard to earn a living. We may have labored and struggled to get to this place where we are now, as we're surrounded by the people and things that we have in our life. We may put in the time and the effort to advance in our lives, and yet it is God who provides all of these good things for us, even the opportunity to put in the hard work, to live out our calling, to care for those that God has given to us. And it is God working through us to provide for those in our care from the abundance of those blessings so that those who receive, just as we receive, give glory to God and praise and thanks for all of God's good gifts. It is a comfort to know that God has a plan for our life, a plan that has brought us to faith in Christ and sent us out with a job to do. But it is probably also true and and may be more accurate to say that by God's grace, our lives have become part of God's plan for the world in Jesus Christ. Paul will return to that theme near the end of this letter when he talks about how each of us have been given spiritual gifts that we are to use for the building up of the one body in love. Just as Paul and Apollos and Peter and the other apostles work together, so that the Holy Spirit can bring us to faith and grow us in that faith through the good news about Jesus Christ. 
the good news that they have shared with us so that we can say, to God be the glory. Thanks be to God. Amen. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ and all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the communion of faith in your church, and for the gift of relationship with others. For who else, for what else, are we thankful? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world. Heal the hurts of all of your children. Bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land, for those who govern the nations of the world, especially our President and Congress, the courts, those who serve at state and local levels, and all who work. For people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare, for those who live in communities plagued by violence, for all who work to bring about peace and international harmony, for the sick, for the mourning, for those who care for them and for all who strive to save this earth from carelessness and destruction. For who else, for what else do we pray this morning? We give thanks to you, Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have protected us through the night from all harm and danger. We ask that you would also protect us today from sin and all evil, so that our life and our actions may please you. Into your hands we commend ourselves, our bodies, our souls, and all that is ours. Let your holy angels be with us, so that the wicked foe may have no power over us. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom, and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. 
thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. Be of good courage, hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted, support the weak, help the afflicted, honor all people. Love and serve all people, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.